This new social media app, which is audio-based, known as Clubhouse, has uh, gotten a lot of attention in recent days, including here in Korea. Uh, many people wondering, what's the big deal? This is an audio-based social media app. And the other thing is that Clubhouse right now is only available on iOS devices, and it actually requires an invitation from somebody who already uses it. So uh, a very limited uh, scale in terms of the access to the wider public. However, it is getting a lot of great feedback from users so far, um, quite praised for its offering of a space for um, kind of more unfiltered conversations, especially with prominent people like uh, Elon Musk. So we're going to hear more about uh, Clubhouse and maybe uh, the reasons why this has become uh, such a uh, trendy app. We're pleased to be joined from the School of Science, Engineering and Environment at the University of Salford, Manchester, Professor Andy Mia on the line. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Good morning to you, sir. Thank you so much for joining us, Professor. So um, you have had some firsthand experience with Clubhouse. Could you kind of walk us through, someone like me who has an Android uh, phone, uh, obviously not part of this, uh, what are some of the features that you like? Well, I must confess, I've gone back to iPhone after Clubhouse was launched, uh-huh. and I've been using it for the last couple of weeks and had my first Clubhouse event just a couple of days ago, and it's just fantastic. I think one of the things that's really appealing about it is it's just audio. There's no visual, and after a year of being on Zoom calls and all these digital applications mm-hmm. that require us to be on camera, audio is such a relief just to be listening to people rather than watching them. And so you mentioned how you had to um, uh, get get an iPhone or uh, kind of dredge up an iPhone to, to get access to this. Uh, a lot of people apparently are doing the same thing, right? Uh, either buying a used iPhone or maybe they have one uh, lying around the house or maybe they have an iPad or uh, uh, even an iPod that they can just hook up to this. I, I guess that indicates how um, there is this enthusiasm among people who want to use it. Why do you think it has caught so much attention? I mean, I think a lot of things are happening that explain why Clubhouse is doing so well. I think partly it has to do with the fact that people, if you look at podcasts over the last five years, they've grown so much and people really love audio. And I think that's a big part of it. But certainly another aspect is the fact that it's this kind of informal meetup place where people are having really interesting discussions and talking about things that they really care about. So it feels less kind of confrontational than Mm. other social media apps. And I think provides some respite to people to have intimate conversations about important important things. And that's a great feature of it. People are discussing everything from women and girls in science, which is the United Nations Day last week, to thinking about meditation or learning languages. And I think it's quite a rich space to explore all that humanity has to offer. So we've been talking about social media and how there are certainly some pros, but uh, many negative consequences as well, uh, particularly as how it relates to political discourse and maybe the alienating of some people. Largely, the big offenders have been pointed out as uh, Facebook, Twitter to a lesser extent, maybe. And you have all of these big players like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Do you think Clubhouse differentiates itself, not just from the audio aspect, but because it is so new that maybe it doesn't have that, maybe the the taint from the last few years, uh, the difficult few years we've had, um, let's be blunt, uh, during the uh, Trump presidency era? 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think certainly it's trying to be that kind of place. And the invitation aspect of it, which I think is really just a temporary thing, but it does create a sort of sense of, I guess, community around it. Certainly when I joined up, you get given a certain number of invitations that you can offer to people. Mm. And I really thought about who may get something out of the application. So I think it's really about curating a community and seeing what comes out of that. But I think very quickly it'll open up to everybody and, and we'll see it become a huge social media platform like TikTok. But I think TikTok's a good example of how many people feel that we've kind of reached this end point with hyper short video and it's just exhausting to be within the spaces whereas with Clubhouse you can just put it on like the radio and listen to what's happening and it, and even take part in conversations if you want to so it feels less intense and a mm. bit more enjoyable I think. Yeah. That's an interesting point that you uh, raise here because TikTok has widely been, although, you know, the concerns with it being um, uh, from a a Chinese-based company, uh, despite that, uh, its innovative algorithm, the fact that these short bites of video clips uh, can quickly go viral, and really um, the kind of appeal it has right now, at least, to the younger generation. I don't want to kind of paint you in a corner and say that you're part of the older generation, but you did mention how it is. (laughs) Um, an exhausting experience for a lot of people. Do you feel then that uh, Clubhouse maybe appeals to a broader demographic and uh, people who are, let's say, um, distinguished professors like yourself or or just uh, other people who might feel a little bit uh, less intimidated by it uh, finds Clubhouse to be at least uh, from the outset uh, a more appealing option? Well, that's a great question. I've been doing a lot of research on TikTok over the last year, and a lot of the experience, I think, is for young people to meet up, chat about things that they're doing day to day. But there's also a lot of great sort of science, educational content within the Mm -hmm. platform, too. But I think that Clubhouse is doing well because it is about curating events. When when people go live on Clubhouse, they're having interesting debates. When people go live on TikTok, they're talking about what they have for breakfast. I think in some respects, that's the distinction. People are really producing thoughtful events within Clubhouse that's really engaging a big community. And that may be what it does really well and how it differentiates itself from all these other social media applications. That could be a big feature of what's going on there. Clubhouse, uh, their creators, uh, we can, uh, I think, uh, safely presume they're not um, uh, non-profit organizations. They're not trying to do this uh, uh, long-term without thinking about the revenue potentials. We know that eventually a lot of these uh, social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and uh, now especially with TikTok, there is an element of monetization that eventually draws a lot more people in and uh, finding ways to uh, create those revenue sources. Uh, what, what exactly is the revenue model for the, the company and the app itself and then also for the users who uh, build up enough of a following? Well, that's, I think, a really great question because I think it still isn't quite there yet as a sort of income generator. But I would say that if you look at the trajectory of the media at the moment, I think one of the big questions is about the future of radio and the future of podcasting. What it does well is allow people to create quite professional broadcasts with very limited pre-production. So you can have live events happening all the time. And I think we'll see this platform evolve into a whole range of monetized streams as well. And for sure, it's clear that people are creating their clubs themselves and beginning to create that kind of content. The uh, appeal, and you mentioned podcasts, and I think that's a very uh, relevant point because everyone has been talking about YouTube as this sort of platform that uh, is 
a juggernaut. It's it's the second largest uh, search engine uh, behind Google. But the fact that it is video, although um, that is great uh, in terms of the the amount of content that you can produce and the impact it has, it also there are inherent limitations. If you're going jogging, you probably would be more inclined to listen to a podcast than than watch a video clip uh, uh, before you avoid any trees that are on the way. The uh, issue with Clubhouse being audio only. Do you think it's a zero-sum game with podcasts? I know that Anchor is, a, let's say, an example of a, a podcasting type of product where they try to do it more in small snippets. This is going to be a little bit of a different concept with group hats, and it's going to be more participatory uh, among uh, people. Uh, is, it, is it going to be something that takes away from podcasts, or do you think it enhances the entire audio platform? I mean, I think it will do both. I think it will enhance it, but, but mainly because it will allow more people to take part in it. Whereas at the moment, podcasts, if you want to produce your own podcast, it's still a bit of a technical process to yeah. figure out. And although many people are doing it, it's still quite niche, I would say. Whereas Clubhouse, anyone with a phone can join, open up their audio and speak to others. And I think that's what's doing really well about it. And I would say that if you look at what's happening in, in YouTube and to some extent in all other kind of video streaming platforms, everything's going towards gaming streaming. And that's the sort of content and it's doing really well. So I think that Clubhouse and audio-based content is certainly differentiating itself from a whole range of trajectories within video content. It's, it's clear we're moving beyond film and television into gaming content, whereas with audio, it's becoming this kind of live, informal experience, which I think is what radio has always done well. If you think about the history of, of radio, it does well by including audiences into the sort of conversations, and that's what Clubhouse is trying to achieve, I think. As you know, the um, ambitions for this uh, certainly are going to be bigger to uh, just an invite-only model and only relegated to iOS. Uh, What do you know about their expansion plans and what exactly they are uh, looking at in terms of their scale and what they hope to achieve? Well, I think a lot of people have felt quite put out by the fact that this is an invitation-only platform at the moment. But I would say that I think it's reasonable to conclude that that's actually a strategy. And, and a lot of the people that I know now have been invited into the platform, and it's becoming already quite open. So I would imagine if people want to get involved with the platform, they can quite easily. It's, it's becoming clear that it's opening up really quickly. And that's part of what makes it appealing, of course, because as soon as people know that it's an invitation-only platform, everybody wants to be part of it. So I think that this will snowball quite quickly and everyone will have a chance to get involved. And you foresee yourself personally as a uh, a user of this, as uh, somebody that uh, uh, would consider this uh, one of the platforms that you would use for the long term? Oh, for sure. I mean, partly because it's so easy to produce events. That's the thing. Anyone can just get involved with it, produce it really simply, and have really great quality content. And I think that, for me, is the great appeal. You can just create an event in the calendar, create some audience around it and invite your participants to take part and and that's it there's not much else you need to do yeah uh sounds exciting um We'll see uh, the shift to Android and how that uh, opens up certainly a lot more doors, including uh, to people like myself. But uh, Professor Andy Mia, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, appreciate your insights. Pleasure. Glad to be here. We're going to take another short break. We'll be back in part four of the program after another check of traffic and weather.